Jared Healy, Brad Johnson, Jared Waitley with you. And Danny Daly is the GM of footy at the Brisbane Lions. Danny, great to have you on the program. Good evening, boys. Thanks for having me on. Was it disconcerting last week to you, Danny? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be lying if I say it wasn't. But, um, yeah, look, it was uh, obviously a very disappointing effort and um, a fair bit's been made of it this week. So, uh lick our wounds and get back to work, which we did this week on the track, and uh, hopefully the boys can, can get out there and redeem themselves this evening. What's been done internally? How do you go about that sort of week after round one? <laughs> oh, look, um, we're fortunate enough, I think, that um, we played on Saturday interstate, so we had a trip back and Sunday off, and uh, there was a bit of time for, I suppose, Fags and the coaching group to reflect and and put a review together and, um, you know, it was a, it was a pretty hard-hitting review on Monday evening. I said it wasn't. Um, we showed some vision, which wasn't great for our playing group, but which needed to be done. Um, and, you know, most of it was about our, our contested ball and ability to win contested ball and tackle. So uh, if you're not doing that in footy, you're a chance of uh, not winning a game. So, yeah, it was a, it was a tough week for our players to, to see that and, and capture it. But, um, we moved on after Monday evening and Tuesday got to work and, uh, you know, the, the week was around contested ball on the track and, um, you know, defensive styles. So, um, again, hopefully we can uh, come out tonight and, and redeem ourselves. Danny, I've got no question you'll you'll fix the contested ball aspect of your game, but it was more the uncontested possessions where that, that was where, you know, the opposition really got a hold of you last week at that work rate on the outside. So it's complementing the focus to win the hard ball, the contested ball. But what are your discussions been around once you've won it, the work on the outside? Oh, well, I think the first part of it, as you know better than me, mate, is uh, if you can win the ball and, and get it to your to your runners, then your contested game can open up for there, which is exactly what Port Adelaide did. And, and full credit to them, they were, they were terrific on the weekend. But I think a lot of that, um, I mean, I'm not sure if you guys fully watched our game, but, you know, we had our ball a lot in the back half and we were just kicking it long down the line and uh, we weren't taking any risks with our ball movement. So it's the ability to be able to play, take the game on and, um, you know, not be shy to hit the 45s and get some hand receives going and, and get the flow going, which we know we can do, but uh, for whatever reason, we didn't do it last week. So, now the first part is the contested ball, which can open up into uncontested, but you're 100% right. It's just the ability to take risks, which we didn't do last week. Danny, round one, I've been around a long time uh, and I've seen some extraordinary results in round one, both uh, when I was playing personally and uh, just watching other teams. And I think you're doing exactly the right thing. If you try and fix so many things, you uh, you actually get yourself lost. Uh, you fix up competitive ball and all of a sudden your defensive transition may work and your forward line may work and it, and it all falls in. My question is, why do you think it occurred? Was it? Was it? Did everybody drink the bathwater after the Geelong game? Was it? Were you set up with too many people reading art, articles? Clearly, there was a, a mental lapse, if you like, uh, that allows you to play at a level no one's seen for Brisbane for years. Oh, of course, and um, I think um, you hit the nail on the head. The game is predominantly above the head. To be honest, it's probably eighty percent above the head and twenty percent your skill level and your, your desire and all that. But um, I think again, take some credit away from Port Adelaide; they were they were outstanding. Yep. But Everything you spoke about is, is spot on, whether our players thought it was just going to happen, um, whether they believe in what they're reading, whether they got a false sense of security about our, our two practice matches against Geelong and Sydney. It's, it's all of the above, and, and we spoke about all of that. Um, we spoke about the mental aspect of the game and the mind aspect of the game, our reaction time, and all that is mental. So, um, you know, again, we, uh, we hope our players turn up with the right attitude, and you hope they do every week, but for whatever reason they did last week, and... 
we're not going to hide behind that. We've just got to come out and uh, and show it tonight and get back to what we know. Just for the record, and please say yes. Did the coach <laughs> say bring your mouth guards to training? <laughs> <laughs> In, in a few more words than that, yes. <laughs> I don't think the mouth guards were mentioned. The boxing gloves might have been. Okay. <laughs> other things, but, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you guys are one of faves, and he's, uh, he's a relationship coach and a positive coach. Yep. But um, there was a bit that came out of him this week, which the boys haven't seen, which was great, which he, was great. He seems to be really strong in pushing back against those that want to build this up into a grudge match. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, the reality is it's a... It's a game of football for us, and yes, there has been some history with the two sides, and you know um, they've got hold of us a few times, and we beat them in the semi-final, which was a great victory. But one victory doesn't mean we've got the wood on them. Um, you need a few victories to to basically support that. So um, you know, like every club that we come up against, you, you like to think that there is a grudge match against all of them. So I heard the Mitch Robinson comments before. Maybe I should have given Mitch a job in the footy department. To be honest, yeah. he wouldn't come out and play stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> Anyway, that's Robbo, but um, no, mate, they're all grudge matches, and I, I think internally we know it is a little bit of a grudge match against them, but we don't want to build it up too much. We just need to worry about ourselves and, and what we can control and our performance, so um, yeah, hopefully we can get that done tonight. Is Barry going to Oliver just to back up that performance on last year? Uh, Barry will start in the centre bounce, yes. I like it. <laughs> and that's the challenge in itself, Danny, because you know that when you get the wood on, when you when you play a good game against a quality player like he did on, on Oliver last year, Oliver would be stealing himself back the other way. Mm. So have you had conversations with Barry in around that this week? Uh, not really. I think, um, you know, we've got Dunkley at our club now who's um, done some jobs in the past with the Doggies before himself and has actually played on Oliver himself. So, um, you know, we're worried that they'll set themselves for the fact that Barry might go to uh, Oliver, but you know we might have Dunkley going to him in different places, different stages. But um, it certainly worked for us last year. But it's something that we haven't totally focused on with with Jared this week. The Oliver um, matchup, um, he'll play a role for us on the wing and inside if he's in there. And uh, yeah, hopefully our midfielders can get the job done. I don't think we need to, you know, get wound them up too much this week. The midfielders are pretty poor last week, so they've got to redeem themselves. Mm. So Danaher played the second ruck role last week. You've brought in Darcy Ford, which gives you all manner of opportunities to experiment with the big O. He can start forward. In fact, uh, when he was the second ruck, he was a terrific target up in the forward line. Is that, is that in the thinking? Yeah, I think so. I think they've got two great ruckmen running around. And uh, Darcy played a great game against uh, both their ruckmen in the final last year because big O was out with concussion. Yep. So we just felt it was a good opportunity for, for both the, the big ruckmen who, who we feel can match it against those two Melbourne boys to, to help us win the, you know, provide us with first hands on the footy and a, a competition against those two boys and give us an opportunity at ground level. So that was our thinking behind that. And Dara Joyce comes in for his club debut. Danny as well in terms of trying to support defence, help defence, especially the aerial aspect of what happened last week against you. Yeah, I think we just needed that third key. We've obviously lost Marcus and Dizzy Gardner's current an injury at the minute. So we just feel that it's just a big ask for Stars or Rainer to play on on the third keys at the minute, and we probably got found out a little bit with that last week. So he gets an opportunity. He's trained well, and um, we're sure he'll, he'll play his role for us. So how many weeks will you give Cam Rayner uh, as the halfback who, who's been impressive at various stages in that role? Yeah, I think we'll give him another couple. Obviously, with, with uh, Dizzy coming back and um, in a couple of weeks, and obviously Kitty Coleman's out this week, so he'll come back in a week or two. So... It'll be the, one of those ones that we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes tonight. Um, we'll review it. Uh, Phil 
have a look at us, whether it's working for us down there or whether we need him forward or through the midfield for his big body. So um, I thought he played pretty well last week, uh, considering the amount of supply that came into their forward line. So we'll keep going with that one at the minute. Can I put my marketing hat on? Did the AFL err in uh, putting this game up against the NRL? Should it be tomorrow night? Uh, um, potentially. I haven't given it much thought, to be honest. Um yeah, um, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, I think as Frank said in his press conference, the, the AFL diehards will come to our game and the NRL diehards mm. will go to their game and, mm. and we'll see where it lands. But um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Danny, does it does it surprise you, and you're probably happy that this doesn't happen, that the opposition don't put more time into Daniel Rich? Like, this guy is consistently 20-plus. Last week he had over 1,000 metres gain. He was your best player by a fair bit. Last week, he actually walked off with his head out eye, though he wouldn't, I understand that. But does it surprise you the opposition don't put more time into this guy? Uh, it does a little bit. But they had at times last year, a few sides used to do it. But I think um, I think a lot of sides these days just rely on their system and their structure. And because mm. half forwards work so hard down the ground and basically take over the roles as the wingmen so they can get back, it's, it's quite hard to tag opposition half-backs. But um, they have done at times. But um, yeah, hopefully they don't tonight. He was in good form last <laughs> yeah. week. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're very hard to tag the halfbacks for these, time, these days. Gut feeling, Danny. Do you think Stephen May's playing for them? Well, I just heard out on the ground that he might be a, a laid out, so I'm not too sure. Um, if he's not fit, I hope he does play and does it early in the game. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we've, we've got contenders if he doesn't play. Obviously, Tomlinson to be the one who comes in. So, um, again, it's out of our control. If he plays, he plays. If he doesn't, we'll just... Uh, We'll do what we need to control this, this week. Some good intrigue on the way to the opening siren. Danny, great to have you with us. Thanks a lot. Good luck tonight. Thanks, boys. Have a good call.